Alright y'all, here's another episode of Bank Out Radio Show. I'm your host Andreas and I have a special guest to my left to y'all's right, Miss Alexis Flame. Hi! Who is a dancer, um, I guess choreographer. Choreographer? Well, choreographer. <laughs> choreographer, yeah. As well, uh, she's worked with a couple projects um, that I've done. Um, you know, you work with uh, TK a lot. And stuff with her. Um, originally from the Mediterranean area? Yes, I'm originally from Southside. It's Southside Macon. Uh, okay. <laughs> now I was in the Metro Atlanta area doing her thing. Um, so let, let the people know, you know, how, uh, how long have you been dancing? Um, and then what got you into? Um, I actually. I would say I've been dancing for a long time. According to my family, I've been dancing. I was able to walk. My granddaddy always told the story about at his wedding, um, I danced in hand out of my dress. Like my dress was totally different. <laughs> at the wedding, I was just on the floor. Yeah. So, um, but I just come from a very artistic family. Like mm-hmm. it didn't start with me. I guess it was kind of passed down from generation. Mm-hmm. Like my great aunt, um, she did a traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, ministry and we sung and we danced for different churches and nursing homes so i guess i started really early performing and dancing um, professionally i would say since 14 15 i've been traveling okay so i guess where is the furthest dancing has taken you you mean statewide mm-hmm. or yeah, statewide. Well, well, we're not, not in the state lab, but, uh, you know, yeah, within the United States, unless you've been uh, requested to dance outside the United States. You know, international yet? I haven't been international yet, which is the goal, but, um, but I, I just used to say California, even though I live there, but I was booked to dance in California for the time. It's still taking because you're out there practicing crafts, so I, would, yeah. I consider that, you know, it's a... A check mark of success. Yeah. So wow, all the way out to Kelly. So for everybody out there, you know, explain like I guess your style and all the different I guess formats and mediums that you do. Because I know you've been in different videos as far as music videos, but that can just only be one aspect. Um, I would consider my. I actually wouldn't put myself in a box as a dancer. Like, I don't fit in one genre. I do hip-hop, I do pop, I do jazz funk, I do uh, sensual dancing. So it's just, I'm a mixture of everything. I wouldn't put myself into one specific category. Um, I would also say that I'm not just a video girl either because I've done theatrical dance as well. I've done dance for my college. I'm actually on my college dance team. So I do a little bit of major as well. So I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not, can't box me. Yeah, 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 which is great. Um, okay, so what do you prefer to do or what comes the, the uh, I guess, the easiest for you? It, I would say easiest would be central contemporary, which is not a major genre yet. So, okay, so how would you describe that? So, 
is I would consider you know contemporary. I'm still mad. I'm sad. I did music theory when I was in college, but it's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> contemporary consists of letting your body feel the music. Okay. That's the easiest form to live in contemporary. How mm -hmm. you just let your body flow however the music takes you. And the sensual aspect of it will be doing that in a sexy manner. Yes, it's an interesting piece mm -hmm. that that would draws me up. That's what I feel most So would you say your latest? Because uh, I saw some of your Instagram posts. Would that fit that category? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Those are more so of training because it's training season for me right now you train in the summer you train in the winter you look in the summer okay so those videos are just me going to different classes and doing choreography that different choreographers have taught now there's something else i forgot to mention that you actually teach classes too is that an ongoing thing or yes it is i try to teach every third friday of each month oh. um yeah i i've had a lot of people come to me you know ask for help to start being instructors or either just to help them train and I just feel like if I can share my talent with everybody then I would love to like if you believe in me to teach you yeah. then I definitely would yeah, so because I noticed like on various flyers you either have somewhere in Metro Atlanta but then I also know in the past you had some classes down here as well. Do you still go back and forth or you just concentrate? Yes, I do. Um, I teach in Atlanta mm -hmm. at Dance for One on and off. And then I also teach at um, the Princess Palace. Um, I actually teach in a class next Friday. I'm teaching a uh, heels class mm -hmm. uh, and a twerk class. So, yeah. How is that dancing in heels? Because I would imagine like, you know, well, it, it seems like, uh, I guess, more and more is being put on dancers, right? Yes. Over the course of time, like, you know, it wasn't as as much. Now, they're basically wanting you to be like a total athlete now, to be able to do some of the stuff that they want or they envision. Is that right? Dancing is definitely, dancing is a sport. Yeah. I don't care what I say. Dancing is a sport. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to hold twice your body weight. Some dancers, like in ballet, it's very common with male and female dancers where they're doing lifts. Imagine being a male and you gotta lift up a lady that's like 150 over your head for a long period of time. Like for dancers, it's very you have to be in shape. It's definitely a sport. It's definitely something you have to train in. It's not something that you can sit down and be like, okay, three years later I'm come back to you. Just basically start all over. Um. It's definitely hard on your body too because the train is rigorous. Because you say you know me, but if you knew that, it's a lot of us. 
Right, just from a business standpoint, because you're practicing your craft, and to me, I think, me personally, I wouldn't do this or whatever, because um, I, I, like, like I tell artists all the time, according to artists, whatever, I don't give them an expression they when they should see some type of tier of success, um, I say, to me, success is being paid for what you do, you know, that's success to me, and then you don't have to be a certain age to make it to a certain you just try your best to play your role. Don't let it take your I can imagine the industry. Take your hold. Don't let it take your hold. Don't let it take your hold. Don't let it take your hold. Excuse me, that they try to put y'all in a box for one, but then also a time span. Don't let it take your smile, baby. It's past a certain age. Don't let it take your smile, baby. And then it's harder to get. I guess it would it would depend on what's your goal as a dancer, what path or avenue you're trying to take. Like, um, you can be a choreographer and be 60 years old. Yeah. You're still getting paid. You're still active in the industry. You're still teaching. But you can also be a 10 year old and get booked for Misty. So I guess then I wouldn't necessarily say dancing has an age limit. I just would say it depends on what path that you so, so what, what is like a, uh, I guess like a backup plan for since, you know, injuries are common, right? You know, sure, you have some type of plan. Um, as you keep progressing and keep getting booked and demand is up, if that does come, you say that someone's already, if you lose your spot, then you know, what would be, what, is it a natural fit to just slide into the choreography or uh, private classes at that time to focus more on that or... Well, I'm determined. So I'm telling you now, I have two. I have two pull hamstrings, one pull groin. Oh wow! Uh, I really think one of my toes is broken. Wow! <laughs> and I continue to dance because I'm determined. Like I'm de until it's something that I physically cannot walk. I physically cannot put a heel on. I physically can't put weight on that foot. I'm gonna keep going. Like I'm. I'm I don't think. I don't think I would ever get sat down. Unless it's God telling me I'm taking you down another day. Okay. Like I said, so, you know, determination. So, I'm like that with some stuff. Like, there's no reason for a plan B if I commit to plan A. I've been sick. Threw up right before I went on and still went on. I Maybe. passed out after I hit, after I walked off the stage. Like, oh, wow. I'm talking about but that, that's, that's true dedication and like you know I'm sure like you stand out in the in the crowd of dancers in it, right? By doing things like that. that. to me that's like true commitment to something. I, I think it would be so 
what you mutually want something, nothing's going to stand in your way. I'm pretty sure there's plenty basketball players that actually being an ex basketball player, I've seen people throw up and get back on the line for suicide and keep going. Like, I think it's just how bad you want. Yeah. Okay, so uh, do you consider yourself uh, an entrepreneur here? I am. I call myself a walking brand. <laughs> I am definitely a walking brand. And so, how has that um, that road been for you then, as far as like support from your community, family, friends, peers, or whatever? Because you know, at one point you was an entrepreneur, but then you got into it, and you know, there's a transition there. Um, honestly, my mom has always supported me. Mm -hmm. So I would get, I would have to say, if, if I had a support system, it was her. Okay. It was like back when I started. Long story short, mm -hmm. I tried out for Westside Dance team my freshman year. Mm -hmm. My mom told me not to go to auditions. Mm -hmm. I went anyways, mm -hmm. and she she was like, I'm gonna beat your butt when you get home. Mm -hmm. She actually seen me dance and she was like, oh, this is for you. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, she's been just as big on me. And then my number one supporter, like coming to shows in Alabama. Mm -hmm. um, like no matter where I have a show, yeah. I can expect them on video. That's great that you get that person that's there, that, you know, because we all need people to like to cheer us on and things of that nature. Yes. Because um, I think that helps with the road to entrepreneurship, and especially we, you know, I'm, you're probably like the first one to be an entrepreneur in that particular space, right? And mm -hmm. Yeah, within your like your community, your family, or you know, your your net core. Yes, people. yes, yes. So when you present that. As okay, I'm going to school, but I'm also going to dance, and this is what I want to make my livelihood. You know, I'm sure you've gotten people. Like, well, I don't know if that's going to, you know, I going to make money. And oh yeah, I've been told a lot of times like, "This isn't for you. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. You're not. You don't look like her. You're not going to make it to this." And it's just like, mm -hmm. okay, and, and that, that's another thing I was going to bring up too. The fact that people say you don't look like her, right? I'm always supporting when we all come in different shades, different colors, different shapes, sizes, whatever. So I'm like, you know, give it to the talented people. Don't judge people and think that they should fit in, like you said, some type of package, whatever. But I like that you're putting on for the chocolate girls, you know. And you would be amazed, like, how often dark skinned girls get benched simply because we're dark skinned. It's not that she's a better dancer, it's not that her look, you know, hair, makeup, nails, because that's the big thing that they look for too. Um, it's very, it's just simply, she's like, yeah, a lot of artists just like black skin people, and for the longest, it would mess with me, because it's like, damn, like, am I not good enough, am I not this, you know, it mess with my confidence. But it got to a certain point where I was like, people have a right to their preference. Mm -hmm. People want light skin girls. That's their purpose. I can't feel bad because they prefer light skin dancing. Yeah. It's, it's like that's a very good, you know, perspective to have about that. Yeah. With me personally, no. Um, as a consumer, I don't want, and I get it. Everybody has a preference, but 
at the same time, what is your preference based off of? I think, you know, sometimes they're based in um, biases, right? Yeah, but when that bias also turns around and be, oh, I just want all villain and dancers. You can't pick and choose when you want to pull the colorism call. Yeah, I just I just think like overall is the like as overall, you know what I'm saying? All the different outlets, it should be a good representation. Not um, everyone follows a certain scheme to that. That's all I want. I just want diversity and I want the inclusion. Yeah. But I think um, the industry is like on very first time, mm -hmm. or even to last year to now. Mm -hmm. I would say things are definitely changed, and I would have to say this because of Missy. Missy Elliott, like, she. Missy Elliott and Megan Thee Stallion book a lot of dancers, and their dancers are booked based on their talent. And you're starting to see more dark skinned girls versus stage. You're starting to see more dark skinned choreographers, more unknown choreographers, and that it just gives a person like me hope, like, okay, train hard, go hard. So I don't even look like, okay, I didn't feature, you know, it's okay, one door closed, another one open. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, and I love that too, being optimistic and looking at things from that perspective. But also your sheer determination, I think your willpower will will whatever destiny that you want for yourself into, you know, alignment. I don't believe in like, you know, like building up between you and like that. Yeah, I don't think there's such a physical opportunity for dancers. Oh, you know, like people, you know, think about big breaks or whatever, just look for that big break. No, 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 no. You make your breaks. No, you, That's you, why I say I don't think I believe in it. Because yeah. if you work hard, mm -hmm. you're gonna be seen. You're gonna be recognized. Somebody's gonna come in you for your hard work. Yeah. So, how do you like it? Because you know you have to have your image right. You have to have your social media. You have to have the food. You're booking, and I imagine you're your own manager. Yes, it is. <laughs> How is that wearing the different hats? Because you're not only providing a service and trying to bring excellence to the craft that you do and show people that that has value, but you're also doing the business side of that as well. How do you balance it? And then, you know, what do you, I guess, dislike about it? What do you like about it? I'm just going to say I'm thankful for being street smart. <laughs> <laughs> I love Listen, it. the streets. <laughs> The streets taught me well. I have no problems with booking. I don't. I have no problems with the business aspect. I, you want to book me? Can you sign this contract? I need the pilot. I need this. I need this. And we can move forward. I have no problems with booking. I have no problems with, I, I do have a lawyer. And I don't have a problem with really nothing when it comes to booking or people interfering with my money because I know a lot of people, a lot of dancers don't understand that you make artists look good. Weird, 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 like they, they're the meat. We're the potatoes, we're the Andre, we're the appetizers, we're the drink on the side, and the dessert, like, we make this plate look good. Exactly, and I can, I can definitely see that because, what is it, the baby, okay? Yeah, they just walking around on stage. Yeah, but his, his uh, last video that I saw, um... With the Jabberwockies? what? The Jabberwockies, the mask dancers? But no, no, I don't think they had those. Um, it, it was like, what was it? It was a scene. Anyway, he's in the middle. He has on, like, his Charlotte uniform, because, you know, that's where he's from, North Carolina, I believe. 
And but the, they're doing like the little baby dance or something. He has some type of dance or something that he has. But you can tell who's in there who's a dancer. And that's the only reason like I really like, you know, paid attention to the video because of the dancers as yeah. opposed to him. First of all, I don't really like, you know, I don't like music like that. Um <laughs> but he went out of people. Excuse me. Um, but you're right though, because even though like rappers rap, I still want to see something else. Because I feel like in today's society, a lot of people are about visuals. Mm -hmm. We hear the music, but what does it make me feel? And when I see it, what am I looking at? Like, can you, when you perform, can you make me feel something? Can I connect to you? Mm -hmm. And if you're just sitting on a chair on stage or walking back and forth with no stage presence, it's just like, I could see this on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and I, I definitely say the answer is <laughs> know your work. Y'all like hitting dudes. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the um, y'all being uh, in, in, in performing in concerts for thirty dollars, just gas money. No. Yeah. But you know, that's that's the thing. Like you pride yourself on knowing both sides of the business, you know, bringing craft in on the business side. Um, but you also have the self confidence to do that. I think like what do you think about I guess because you've been doing it for a while and you start you're seeing the newbies coming in, right? I'm sure you can expose to all those. And I'm sure their mentality because everybody sets precedence for everyone else, right? Even though you know your your career is what it is, you've still been able to lay groundwork for other people. And with the like different dance shows going on and being showcased, they're learning stuff, but they're not learning like you said what they're worth. And I'm sure you see a lot of people, like you said, getting good or whatever. But then you probably see a lot of people just coming in thinking that they can make a name for themselves without really putting in the work. They like tearing down the craft somewhere. I, I say, um, so when I first entered the industry, I was on free show because, of course, you do have to build your portfolio. When they look at your resume, who have you performed for? What have you performed for? That's the first thing. Yeah. But once, at a certain point, you reach a certain level where you are no longer building your portfolio, your portfolio is built. These are your credits, so it's just like when you in the industry for like five, six years or whatever, you know, however long you've been in and you're still performing for free, it's like you're doing yourself injustice. If you're going to be a dancer and you're going to say, this is what I want to do, I just want to say, a dance class in Atlanta is $25. So for me to reach the level...